Hey, it's my birthday, and I don't gotta pick up the phone. I know it's you, cause I recognize your ringtone. You follow me wherever I go. It's easy to see, you won't leave me alone. You won't leave me alone. You won't leave me alone. You follow me wherever, wherever I go. It's easy to see. You won't leave me alone. You follow me wherever, wherever I go. It's easy to see, cause I recognize your ringtone. I know it's you, and I don't gotta pick up the phone. Good evening, and welcome to Gore, a horror podcast to keep you up at night. I'm the Wicked Kitten, always getting into mischief, and with me, as always, are my creepy co-hosts, the lovely Travis. Hello. The endearing, the ethereal fay. Hi, hi. And lastly, the dread you've been feeling since you hit play on this podcast. Dreadly. Oh, hi. Well, I'm fucking caffeinated as fuck. <laughs> so let's jump straight into what you're doing, what you're watching, how you've been, Travis. I have been busy, uh, but in a good way. Um, getting back to the Highlander show after a brief hiatus. We also took a few weeks off of those were the days. So we got back into recording those. That's been a lot of fun. Um, we're doing pilots again, which is, it's all, it's always interesting to go back and watch an old TV show pilot and see how, especially if it was a long running show and see how, like how it did, how, how they got did coming out of the gate. Um, so that's been fun. Uh, I was on a podcast as a guest talking, surprise, surprise, Highlander, um, specifically Highlander Endgame, uh, because I was going to be on the show to talk about Highlander the series, but they recorded at a date that I couldn't do it. So I came on the next week. I talked Endgame, which is, I mean, of the sequels to the first Highlander movie is probably the best of the sequels. It's not a high bar to clear. So, um, there, there are, there are, there are issues with the movie, but it does have Donnie Yen in it. So that helps it quite a bit. Um, I, I, I saw Bicentennial Man for the first time, uh, like a week and a half ago. Um, that was an interesting movie. Uh, and, uh, I've been watching a lot of episodes of the pretender because it's what I watch when I get on the treadmill every day. I'm now four episodes into season two, I think, um, and I really, I really enjoy that show. Uh, I've also been playing games. I, I still have been playing Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, getting a little further. I've almost finished off what I need to do in Santa Monica, and then I can move to downtown LA. Uh, more I Ship love of Santa Fools. Monica. I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, more Ship of Fools. That game continues to be ridiculously fun and super buggy, and the bugs are... Like we found a bug where uh, a creature just stayed on the screen and I could just keep firing at it and collecting money. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Did you report um, the bug? No. Mm -hmm. Cause there's nothing to report it. There's no mm -hmm. system for reporting it. 
Uh, it's just glitches in the game. And it's only in the multiplayer for some reason. It's a uh. small, it's a, it's a tiny little dev studio. So they happen. Um, and then I also started playing 40K Warhammer 40K Darktide, um, which is a very horror centric uh, type of game and uh, lots of uh, lots of blood and gore and rib bones flying all over the place. Lots of flying ribs. <laughs> Welcome to 40K. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, one, one thing I do miss from eating meat is ribs. My mom That's made good. really great ribs. I mean, she still does, but I just don't eat them. Well, that's unfortunate. You should. Well, okay. You don't, not that you should, but they taste good. I don't know. You make you, I'm not your mom. You've never had my mom's ribs or have you? No one laughs. Okay. This is now a video podcast. You're all being recorded. (laughs) Damn it. So yeah, that's. That's been it pretty much. I mean, just watching stuff, playing playing a lot more games, getting my hobby stuff going. Uh, I've got Adepticon, speaking of 40K, coming up. So I have nowhere near enough done yet and have to get it all done in like the next two months. So better get those painting streams going. Yep. Wow. That's great. Having conventions to go to. That's like a... I don't know. Keeps up the nice right there in the distance to aim for. Makes work go faster as well. Or maybe not work, but whatever. Anyway, not the point. Faye! What, what, what you been, how you doing, what you watch doing? Well, um, nothing horror related. Uh, but I did watch the <gasps> new uh, Marvel's Echo, which was really good. Really good, especially if you like the character. Uh, and uh, other than that, I've just been really watching uh, the uh, AGDQ, or Awesome Games Done Quick marathon, that they've been putting on for charity. Ah. It's a bunch of speedrunners that do speedrunners expositions to raise charity for raise money for charities. Yeah. And this yeah, one they're going doing, for, uh, for, huh? It's been going for a few, a uh, few days, week. How all long week. is the marathon all week? It's a week long Sunday, uh, Sunday to Sunday. Okay. Or Sunday to Saturday. Yep. And they're doing it for the prevent cancer foundation this, this year. Nice. So, and I know they've already done over a million dollars, so that's awesome. Good for them. Damn. But that's pretty much been it. Dreadly. What what you watching? How you doing? Where you been? Oh, that was almost right. You'll learn. Eventually. Yeah. Or ah. the joke is just, it's a dead horse somewhere. <laughs> There's many dead horses by now. <laughs> Speaking of dead horses, what have you been doing lately? Giggity. Ah, well, uh, I wish I was playing something with horses now. Shit. Uh, Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. No. 
Ah. 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 Shit. <laughs> Trying to come up with something witty here. Shit. Well. Hi, patrons. Speaking of, speaking of dead horses, how sad is it? Speaking of sad, I've still been playing Final Fantasy VIII. Got there. Yay. Uh-huh. Oh. How's it going? Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Gotta keep drawing. Not a good game. <laughs> not no. Not really a fun game. Oh, eight. Oh yeah, no, I've yeah, heard. eight is is not good. I've, I've heard that. It, what is it about just, it that you don't like? The game. <laughs> the game mechanics. Good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, let me just say what I do like about the game because that's shorter. Okay, so, <laughs> that makes sense. The game has great music. But probably that's every some fun of my favorite. Yes, but this one probably has some of my favorite songs. Like, damn. Uh, two probably has the best card game of all. <laughs> and I'm very good at it. Yes. I, I know every move I'm doing, and I definitely know what's going to happen when I play a card. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. But it's fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's about it. Actually. That's about it. Yep. I, mean, I really enjoyed the story, it. but I personally I, didn't I really enjoyed the story up didn't until really the care for point. the gameplay. But that's my my personal thing. Uh, I got to the God, this is an ancient game, so uh spoilers. You know. I got to the point where everyone's an orphan and everyone knows each other. Oh, no, the evil sorceress. Oh, we also know her. She was also there in the orphanage. Oh, yeah. Oh, and now evil sorcerer? All right, there's a sorcerer from the future inhabiting the sorcerer from the present to get to a person that can bring her to the past. Like, okay. And they just dumped that into you in one conversation, basically. And I was like, yep, yep, okay, yep. <laughs> Yep. So you have a sorcerer from the future who can inhabit a sorcerer in the past for her, the present for us. Yet she needs someone else to go further into the past somehow. And I've gone cross-eyed. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yep, 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 yep. And yeah, the gameplay is really not. Uh, it's so counterintuitive on how I want to play a game. Because you basically can't level up because that's just making it harder for yourself. Because enemies level up with you and they get more mm-hmm. hit points and stuff than you do. Secondly, you need to add magic to your stats to get more powerful, which means you can't cast magic or you weaken yourself. And, and thirdly, means you need to summon things to do real damage. Summons who take forever to cast. And you're just, oh God. Do you remember oh. in the beginning of this when you said you were only going to talk about the stuff that you liked because that was shorter? Well, deal with it. Well, here we are. This is therapy for me, okay? It's therapy. <laughs> I need this out of my system. <laughs> oh, just play nine and you'll be happy again. That is that is amazing, by the way, how you have eight and then you just have the three best Final Fantasies in a row. Not counting eleven. Well, you, but you know, you basically live, you learn, 9, 10, 12 are my favorites. So. You move on to a different topic. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, woman. Okay, uh, well, so, you know what? Breathe it in and games, then let it go. <laughs> I've been playing some Come On and Conquer. I finished uh, the the Brotherhood of Nod campaign, which apparently I never finished because that final thing, I swear I finished this game, but suddenly Kane is like, well done. Now my hackers will go into the cyberspace and do some. And suddenly there's like whole Tron like cyberspace thing. Pew, pew, pew. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, I have never seen this before. <laughs> oh, well. But I finished. I'm happy. On to GDI campaign. Uh, and I've also been playing Yakuza 6. Because Kiryu is the best. <laughs> Kiryu-san! And those games are fun. Unfortunately, I'm not playing those on stream. Good. I only mm-hmm. play bad games on stream, apparently. <sighs> if you want to come by and see me suffer... Anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's my gang. Uh, other than that, uh, watching some more Cheers. Uh, still good. Uh, Always. Fortunately, we're at the final season, I think, of uh, Coach. That's going to be yes. sad. Very soon. Very yes. soon. Yes. That's one, by the way, we did that for Those Were the Days, and that was a show that knew its characters from the beginning. Like the yep. first episode, they nailed everybody that's in it. The only yeah. thing is Carla. She gets meaner and meaner. <laughs> they should have kept her like the first episode. <laughs> yeah. She goes she goes back and forth, but she's just so she's just so nasty sometimes. Just unnecessarily nasty. But it's her character. Yeah. Then you got Cliff. He's like the <laughs> even though he's irritating, but he's like really nice. But he has the best accent. Diane. Diane. Nami. Nami. He says Nami. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, I finally watched some more Shit's Creek because that's a show we started ages ago and then got sidetracked. Uh, Yes. Got to get that that finished. That's about it. Didn't watch a lot of movies, uh, but we finally watched the the final destination together. Uh, oh yes, the best number four. Them, them all. It's not a good movie. Look, no. it's as bad as I remembered it being, but we suffered together, and it made us stronger. Or. <laughs> It weakened us. I have no idea, but it did something. and It brought us closer to the better movie. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it brought us closer together, and then you're like, the better movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. True, true. I mean, we can't yes. really get any closer together. Oh, <laughs> we can. No, nah, no, nah, we're not doing any society bullcrap. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, well, I'm out. Uh, (laughs) Yes. So 
Yeah. You know, I never actually talk about it, uh, I, I guess because I play a very, the exact same games all the time. But, uh, but just for future reference, like I'm always playing Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm <laughs> as well as everything else that I'm doing. Um, and I'm having a good time right now. Uh, yeah. And, um, as for movies, uh, I ended up watching a few movies myself. I watched, um, I got to watch Barbie. Nice. Which was really, really good. It's a movie that I wish I had seen in my childhood because we millennial girls needed, needed that shit. I feel cheated. But, you know, I get it now. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I watched uh, a movie called Saltburn, which everybody has very high, strong, not high, very strong opinions about. And uh, I watched it expecting to be more shocked than I was. Uh, I think it's a fantastic movie. And I think that the hype is a bit overblown for the shocking nature of the movie, but I definitely recommend everyone go see it. If you're sensitive to gross things, then you're probably not listening to the show. Let's be honest, right? If you're a horror fan, trust me, this movie is not going to gross you out. You've seen enough stuff in your life. Um, and I watched a movie that just happened to be on Amazon prime. I don't even know why I watched it. It was just, it was there, you know, sometimes something's just there on the screen and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll check this out. And it's this movie called The Passenger. Came out either last year or just came out this year. I think it was last year. And it is really dark and also really good. Um, I recommend it. It's, it's a real... I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like horror, like realistic horror, not, not like scary horror, you know? So it's just like a lot of violence and stuff, but so go watch that. It's a very good movie, very good acting and, and whatnot. But I think it's about that time to peek around that corner and give you some of the highlights of horror news. Well, we got a trailer for a new vampire movie. Uh, this time it's a child vampire that has been kidnapped. And the kidnappers don't know she's a vampire. Yeah. And all hell breaks loose. So the previews have her going around in a ballet outfit and killing all of them. So I am all for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring it on making me remember what's that movie the swedish one with the vampires Let the right one in there you go yeah so we'll see what happens yeah i'm curious another one uh is a remake of the blob slated to be directed by david bruckner who uh, did a bunch of the vhs movies and that new hellraiser and one of my favorite movies or i guess in my top 20 favorite movies the night house 
Um, so I'm excited about that because even though I haven't watched the old blobs, <laughs> the old blobs, sorry, that sounded funny, uh, which I really need to watch like the seventies and, and sixties ones. Um, the eighties blob is just, it's such a staple of my childhood, basically, you know, like it is, and I rewatched it recently. It holds, it holds the fuck up. So I'd like to see what kind of reimagining they decide to do with that. I'm I'm like super excited. The blob. Another announcement is R.L. Stein has uh, announced that the next Fear Street movie uh, is going to be The Prom Queen. Woo! So that's if I remember correctly, that was one of the more popular books from Fear Street. So I can't wait. Oh yeah, man! It's not one missed call, but it's uh, it's up there for me. <laughs> Was another book from Fear mm-hmm. Street. Mm, yeah, there's quite a few. Shut up! I know. I was just saying that was I really like that book. We also have a trailer for the first Omen. Um, that looks interesting. The Omen movies, at least the first one, uh, I had a a liking for. Yeah. Curious what they're going to do, kind of in a modern version of that. So that should be coming out. Uh, I, didn't, I don't remember the date now. I've been told. I've been told that the uh, the three original Omen movies are actually really good, and that I should watch them. Yeah. So I feel I like that. <laughs> I feel like that's something I need to do soon. Yeah. Only you had a podcast where you could talk about that. And wait, you haven't seen? (laughs) We also have this one too. Uh, Yes, I was going for this. We could spread a site. We don't know. I don't remember everything that Travis has already done too. Listen, there. All I'm saying is we might do the Omen this coming October. Who knows? There we go. I hope the the new one isn't coming out before then. (laughs) I guess it's a prequel. No, but I, yeah, okay, wait. Yeah, it's a prequel, right? That's why it's called The First Omen. That makes sense. I like that. I'm not spoiling anything. I mean, like, it's not like I don't understand what happens in the movies. Like, even if I haven't seen them, I've seen, I've seen enough scenes. I know about David Warner. I know. It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> it's all for you. I mean, I haven't seen Rosemary's Baby either for some reason. That's like, I feel like those are in the same kind of area yeah. of stuff that I missed in, in horror. Like Amityville Horror, I did watch uh, the first, like, three minutes of it. <laughs> But what then there were all these so flies. Now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I did watch parts of the remake because, um, you know, Ryan Reynolds was like shirtless for a lot of it. But I might have been distracted. Why? Why do you ask? Uh, we're not judging you. Mm-hmm. We're judging her. Judge I'm not. Me. <laughs> Remember that time we watched the third one with all the toilets in it? Ha. Uh-huh. 
It's about time. <laughs> it's about toilet time. Oh. That damn that was clock. <laughs> Which was the fourth one, I think. Fifth one? It wasn't the third one. It, that, yeah, it's about time was like fifth or sixth one in yeah. mine. No, it was the third no, one. No, 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 no. There's so many more. Was it? Wait, what? Wait, that. Like, really? there's mirrors, there's lamps, there, there's dollhouses, there's. There's one with Meg Mark. Ryan in it, right? And there's a hole in the basement or something. That's 3D. Oh, the Amityville tree? 3D. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's... so that was the third one. Well, that's fine. Gotta, we'll I... go over them all and we're going to rank them. Uh... <sighs> Even Amityville in space. I still need to see that. Everyone, do you, a round do you of need applause. to see that though? I need to see that one. I need there, to see that. Have you seen the movies that he's seen? They're just horrible now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amityville, horrible. <sighs> Great. Now there's another one somebody's going to make. Yep. <laughs> Don't there give them are, ideas. Making... They're listening. Yep. <laughs> there was last Fangoria Chainsaw Award. There was a category for the best new Amityville movie. And there were uh-huh. six in that six, four. It was four in the list. That doesn't mean that was all. That's just. The well, maybe that was all. <laughs> that was enough. Is like Amityville car, Amityville, you know. Yeah, you just box take of Cracker Jacks. At whatever word you want. And Amityville you get a movie. tea set. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably. Uh, it's the Amityville box cutter. All right. You know what? We're, we're running out of ideas. Woo! No, no, no. But there is the Amityville toaster. Mm. Oh, Jesus ah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Remember Ghostbusters? <laughs> Uh, was it Ghostbusters 2 where they put the slime inside the toaster yeah, and the toaster, the toaster and made the dance. toaster dance yeah yeah oh god I just wanted to give us a better memory of just a slightly better movie uh-huh. I like Ghostbusters 2 stop joking I will defend Ghostbusters 2 until my dying Thank day you. I will die on I that like hill it. it is not a bad movie despite Thank what you. certain like podcast it. hosts will say <laughs> repeatedly and like unprompted I might add yes <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Well, speaking of dying, and now for tonight's feature presentation. Oh, hey, you're awake. Ah, sorry. I must have dozed off for a bit. It's okay. It was a long recording. Well, it was a fun movie to talk about. Anyway, hope you're ready for our next movie, which will be Poultrygeist. Can't wait. Wait, what? I've heard good things about that one. Ha ha ha. Really funny, guys. The audience picked it, and I'm sure they know their classics. Look, I need to go, all right? I'll I'll see y'all next time. Oh, hey! You're awake! Oh, sorry, I must have do- dozed It's okay. Off. It was a long recording. Well, it was a fun movie to talk about. Haven't we had this conversation already? Are you okay? Anyway, hope you're ready for our next movie, which will be Poultrygeist. Can't wait. 
All right, no, we've definitely watched that already. No, we didn't. The audience picked it. And I'm sure they know their classics. I've heard good things about that one. Yeah, I quit. Bye. Oh, hey, you're awake. No, no, not again. It's okay. It was a long recording. Well, it was a fun movie to talk about. Anyway, hope you're ready for our next movie, which will be... Poultrygeist. Can't wait. No. I've heard good things about Poultrygeist. that Poultrygeist. Well, it was a fun You're movie awake. to talk about. It was a long recording. Poultrygeist. Wait. That one. It's okay. No. Oh, sure they know their classics. Poultrygeist. I'm sure they know their classics. No! Happy Death Day is a 2017 black comedy slasher film directed by Christopher Landon and written by Scott Lobdell. With a little bit of reworking from Christopher Landon. Starring Jessica Roth and Israel Broussard. Broussard. It's a funny, fresh twist on the Groundhog's Day trope with a splash of slasher. Yes, it is Happy Death Day. Here we are celebrating. Happy Groundhog's Day, everybody. Yay. Happy Groundhog Day. Did the Groundhog see its shadow? We don't know because we're in the past still. You time traveler, you. But yes, here we are. And we're going to start with our three questions. But this time, I'm giving you a choice. You have two choices. You can answer in open-ended, deep, felt, heart-throbbing, no, heart-wrenching, a serious question. You can answer a serious question. Or you can do the fun physical challenge one I will take a serious question oh okay okay so this question is as two parts you can do either or so if you could repeat one day over and over again what day would it be or if you could repeat a day over and over again what would you spend it doing uh, if I were stuck in a time loop, a la Happy Death Day or Groundhog Day, I would do a lot of what Bill Murray did in Groundhog Day with the betterment of himself. The all the all the stuff that I never get to do and don't have time to do now, I would just make the time to do. Um, so learning learning stuff, learning skills and trades, and and uh, you know things like that. Um, a spend time reading. Ice sculpture would be one. Yeah, yeah. Forging uh, metal. I'd find a, a forge oh and work God. with that day after day. <laughs> I thought you meant Not signatures. Foraging. <laughs> yes, forging forging signatures <laughs> in metal. <laughs> um, no, that's that's what I would do because I I don't like to live in the past, so I don't want to go back and necessarily relive a single day because every time you're there it's going to be different and I'm the only one that's going to know that. But if I can take that time and be constructive with it, that makes a whole hell of a lot more sense to me. Plus I keep petitioning for a 36 hour day and I haven't gotten it yet. So if I'm stuck in a time loop, I'm taking advantage of that shit. Yeah. So you wouldn't go back in time to the day where someone came up with the idea for poultry geist and stop them. them? No, because there is just as much possibility that something worse could happen. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's like you can't kill baby Hitler, right? Right. Because we don't know what the fallout from that would be. Exactly. Faye, would you like to answer the serious heartfelt question or the fun one you need dice for? Sure, let's do dice. Okay. All right, let's see. So I'm going to ask you the question. I'll give you... Uh, wait, how was I going to do this? I don't remember anymore. You know what? Basically, I'm going to ask you the question, but you're going to roll the dice and whatever the dice is between the things you're going to... That's your response. Well, you know, you can pick which... You're going to pick the answer that you want, obviously. Like, this isn't... Uh, but I'll give you... You know, I'm just going to read it. How about that? <laughs> I'll read it, and then you'll roll the dice. You wake up in a stranger's bed hungover. It's your birthday and someone is trying to murder you. Do you die, A, die, B, get up and try to live your best life, putting right what once went wrong until you eventually die, B, try to discover who is killing you, learn to fight them and outsmart them until you eventually die, C, fall in love with the person who kindly let you sleep in their room until you eventually die, or, wait, I think I messed up my letters. doesn't matter. Yes, you did. <laughs> e. E is B, C, and D, and make it out of the loop alive. Obviously, you're going to choose the last one, right? That doesn't make any sense. That's, that's how I would do it, yes. <laughs> but let's yes, see. Yes, I would like to roll. win all options, but. Uh, only a seven. Oh. All right. Well, no, you may. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. I wrote my numbers wrong. Do I give it to her or do I change? <laughs> That's uh, how it's written. Uh, yep. Well, because the thing is, is that like, so the range for the first one of just dying is one to seven. And I made the first one uh, seven to 11, which is. I'm going to give you the good one. Okay. So you get to get up, try to live your best life, putting things right and becoming a better person. Uh, but you're going to die every day in the loop anyway. But I learn from my mistakes, hopefully, and get better. <laughs> yeah. Dreadly. Heartfelt question for you? Fun question? I mean, uh, to make it easier, I'll get to take the first option. You want to do the serious question? Yeah, I'm a serious person. Okay. It's the... <laughs> if you could repeat one day, what would it be and why? Or uh, what would you do if you were repeating the same day over again? I'll take the second question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, roll the dice. It would really be bad if I just said the same thing Travis said. No. Just learn things and then win the lottery a lot. And then. Well, 
it's, Wait, it's only one day. So unless the lottery is drawn on that day, I'll take a day where the lottery's drawn. And uh, <laughs> Wait, it's repeating, so it doesn't matter. Like at least what I'll he was doing makes sense because you walk away with that knowledge and learning stuff, and so that's yeah. that's like a good thing. Or if there's just a day that you had that was perfect and wonderful and you want to relive that day again or something i don't know maybe the first time you went to disneyland or something people like shit yes but i'll take the one with the lottery and then eventually break out of the loop rich okay there's a logic to that i get you i get you deeply flawed but there's a logic to it all right i accept that I accept Your that. criticism can't hurt me because I'm resetting this day. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If I could spend a day doing whatever I wanted, uh, I would spend it with you. La, 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 la. No, okay. That's being sentimental and sweet, isn't it? I would also want to do the learning thing, of course. Because if Bill Murray has taught me anything, it is, um, well, you know what? That I want to shove an entire pancake in my mouth as well. <laughs> it was. It wasn't a pancake. It was a piece of cake. Oh, with frosting. I want to shove a piece of cake in my mouth. I may have done that already, though. And much like life, I have rolled a six. Okay, so I'm dead. Uh, it was nice meeting you. It was yes. the cake, right? The cake killed mm-hmm. you. Yep. Yeah, it was poisoned. The, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Uh, the cake was poisoned the whole time. Who would have thought? So, yes, we watched Happy Death Day. I, I really, really love this movie. Every time I it's watch it, it just fun. gets better. It, I mean, it I was love the. Really well I, done. Yeah, I love taking the idea of Groundhog Day, that movie, and the time loop, and the way that they went about it, but but adding their own flavor, adding their own their own stuff to that as well. And it's the a really well element. done movie. Yeah, just beautiful. It, it also added a a whodunit type of element to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, because who's the killer? I very much like that, and uh, you know, I'm never, I'm, I'm not usually the one who figures out anything anyway. But uh, I thought it was a pretty good, um, you know, who the killer was. Like I was, I was surprised. I liked loved it. all the red herrings. <laughs> yeah, because oh, it was yeah. like, who the hell is it? It wasn't what I was expecting, but. Uh, then on rewatch, it's so it's so clear in a lot of places. Well, okay, it's not very oh, yeah. clear, but it's it's there. All the breadcrumbs are there. Well, that's a good murder mystery or a good whodunit does that. I mean, yeah. you go to any of those movies that have a big twisty reveal at the end, and almost all of them will have all the signposting and all the breadcrumbs ahead of time. Uh, you just you don't see it. You don't see it until you know. It's why. You can't, it's, it's why every time you watch a movie, it's a little bit different and it's the type of story that I enjoy because of that. So, and this is really well done. And Jessica Roth is phenomenal. She's so good mm-hmm. in it. 
Because also adding that whole idea of like her realizing, you know, learning more about herself as she gets caught in the loop and kind of realizing that she needs to change some things about her uh, and be a better person. Oh, yeah. She was a total bitch at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, she was I'm glad you said it, (laughs) Bang. I forgot that part. The whole lot. Bye. All that. I also... Uh, I also really do like the added part of stuff carries over, not just her memory, but physical ailments, physical things carry over loop to loop because that was one thing with groundhog day was like, it is a total reset. Bill Murray was just fine at the beginning, every single time it didn't matter. And here I liked that idea of like when she would wake up, she would have, some lingering effect from whatever way she died in the previous loop. Her neck would be sore because she hung herself or, you know, stomach was hurting because she got stabbed in the stomach, puking up water from drowning, all that. I love that. That was a nice little, just little extra thing. Yeah. And they, they went in on that at, at the, uh, when she fainted and was brought to the hospital. It's like, you've got a lot of trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You should have died. (laughs) It gives it like a, like this, there is, there quite possibly could be an end time to this. It's not a forever, not necessarily forever, even if it does last like a really long time. But uh, I I do like that as well. And she goes. After that scene where she's at the hospital, they don't bring it back up again. Yeah. Except. In an alternate ending. Did yeah. anybody else watch the alternate ending? I've seen No, I actually ending. didn't. I read about it, though. Yeah, she's in the hospital. Because after, after she flings the, the actual killer out the window, and she's brought to the hospital and is recovering. And her dad shows up, and of course, the new boyfriend shows up. And then the doctor's wife shows up. (laughs) Yeah. And decides, I'm going to make you disappear for having sex with my husband. That little subplot. Even though she broke up with him. (laughs) And said this was done. So, yeah. Apparently, test audiences hated that ending like a lot <laughs> they wanted it's a logical like, ending e- well yeah yeah but it's, a, it's they wanted the much happier ending mm-hmm. and you know it was very cathartic to have her like kick that chick out the oh, window because yeah. <laughs> i was like i was on board with her being the nice friend and then at the end when she's just calling her like a dumb bitch and all this and i'm like holy shit like Welcome I did to not know life. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking girls, yeah. I swear. Because he likes you, he's not going to go for me. Ah, jealous bitch. <laughs> wow, like setting back the women's movement. But you know what it's time for? The 13! The 13 is a specially cultivated list of tropes or favorite things from horror movies. This list might change or be adjusted as time goes on in real time because this is real life and not a movie. What? 
You thought I was going to repeat it? We don't beat jokes to death. Come on. Wait, what? Number one. Kitty cat? No. No. Sadly, no cat. Number two. Volkswagen? I don't no. remember seeing one. No. no. Number three. Scary location, time of the year? Birthday. College. Yes, both of those things. Main character's birthday and college campus. Not just her birthday, but her her mother's birthday. Her dead who mother's had passed birthday. away. Yeah. That's Yeah, I like that. I like that there's this story behind why she is the way that she is and that it wasn't just like she's always been a terrible person and now she's good. It's mm-hmm. more like she was going through something and this brought her out the other side, which makes yeah. it a lot more believable to me. Well, it makes her a lot more um, redeemable human. as well. <laughs> more human than a yeah. character. I will also say time loop. It's basically a location and a time in the same. True. At the same time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Checkmate. Number four, meta horror, fourth wall breaks, mentioning the titles. My favorite opening of any movie ever. I've decided. I did like that. I forgot Love about it. that. I was watching it and like, we had had that whole title card and, and whatever conversation a couple episodes back. And I was just like, how did I forget that this happens? <laughs> like, it's so good. Uh and of course, the mentioning of Groundhog's Day later in the uh, at the end of the film. This yep. whole thing reminds me of a movie. <laughs> Who's Bill also. Murray? Ah, <laughs> yes. uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Uh, and we crumble to dust. Uh, also, the guy has some nice posters in his room. Yes. Oh, yeah. What were they? Name that poster. Thanks. My brain just went blank for from doing yep. that. <laughs> yep. They live. Well, there you go. Yeah. Which stars Keith David, who was in the movie that we covered last week, last episode. Haha. How's that for continuity? No, that's just random. And the other one was uh, Mystery I'll Science Theater 3000, the movie. You know. Number five. Archetype characters. Crazy Ralph from Friday the 13th. Creepy clowns, creepy kids. Uh, bunch of college students. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The horrible sorority house people. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. There's the, you know, the student on campus doing some sort of a protest or, or, you know, the, the save the planet signatures. girl. Yeah. Yeah. Collecting signatures, uh, frat boys, hazing, all that. The couple having a picnic on the lawn. Yeah, the the horrible um, college professor having a uh, relationship with one of his students behind his wife's back. What a creepy bastard. That guy was just creepy. Oh, Mean Girls, of course. Well, technically, that's, yeah, basically the same thing. That's all I had. Um, Uh, (laughs) Stupid cop slash guard at uh, (laughs) murderer's hospital room. Oh, well, all the cops were useless in this movie until the end of the movie. That happens. 
absolutely useless. I mean, I feel bad for them, but still. At least she saved the one's life. <laughs> I mean, that time. We don't know about any other time, right? Uh, number six. Pointless boobies, weird wings, Mooney's fanny. Close, but uh, no. We got shoulders up nudity. Mm-hmm. Implied nudity. It wasn't implied. She walked through an active campus naked to, sh- to film that. Well, <laughs> I mean, we don't get to see her naked. Are there any behind the I'm scenes saying. on this movie? Uh, asking for a friend? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Can we go is to a live filming of this movie in the past? <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the... That, uh, my answer that is to an- the question of the, which day will I repeat? Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. We get it, uh. Dredd. Boys. <laughs> what? I would go too. Exactly. Well, so would I, but I wouldn't <laughs> brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to brag. But other than that, no nudity, which is amazing. Number seven. Telling, retelling the legend and or establishing the movie's rules. Yeah. She, she has to keep repeating herself about repeating the days every time she goes back to, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. And she establishes that because she's murdered, she thinks that if she figures out who the killer is or kills the killer, that she'll get out of the loop. Yeah. Which is amazing, by the way, that that's actually, <laughs> like, I, I, I hope time loops exist and I get to live one day through. That would be, well, I guess not one day. Uh, one day many times. That would be really cool. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. Eh, time is an illusion. Yes. True. Lunch Lunchtime, doubly so. Doubly so. <laughs> By the way, this movie's, this movie's rated PG-13, which is partly part of why we don't have any nudity. Yeah. Sure. Uh, let's not forget the uh, the movie's most important rule and uh, and uh, piece of trivia that uh, if you're ever sensing deja vu, it just means someone's masturbating while thinking of you. <laughs> that was a new it happens one. Happens to me like four times a day. Oh my god! <laughs> a lot of people thinking about you delivering their packages, huh? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Number eight. Dance sequence, montage, homage sequence, flashbacks. Montage. Many, 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 many montages. Well, it's kind of part and parcel with your your time loop type movies. Because it's about the only way you're going to really show that it's happening that yeah. many times. Did you like the so. montages? I like them. Yeah. So they had like death montages, hard work montages, her failing, which are kind of like muddled together. But I I loved it, especially the nudity scene. Did I mention that already? Maybe. <laughs> well, that one or I, I like where like just randomly she's wearing all camo and camo face yeah. paint and has the night yes. vision goggles <laughs> just out of nowhere. <laughs> Because you're not set up for that at all. And all of a sudden she just like you see through the night vision, then you see the goggles, then she pulls the goggles up and she's got her face all painted up. And I just that cracked me up. 
And she's got the and, makeup skill to know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to give like a heart hands out to the 16 candles homage because that is one of my favorite movies growing up. I watched 16 candles on my 16th birthday. It was a very special time for me. And I just, I love that. Very sweet. Number nine. Scary score, spooky soundtrack. Is this the kind of music that'll keep us humming? Hey, it's your birthday. <laughs> and I don't gotta it pick counts. up my phone. Well, I mean, the, the uh, happy birthday song being played from the little toy in the middle of uh, the, that was the archway. The music box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say the music I, I, in this was fine. Yeah. I just like her nope reaction the second time through. <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah. That is the proper reaction to that moment. Yes. <laughs> Fuck that tunnel also just forever. I would find new ways to walk at night. Like, no more going anywhere. And not that I. Then again, it's me. I wouldn't be going anywhere anyway. Oh, I just love the second time around that she still picked the same dress. Well, she likes it. It's a nice dress. Mm-hmm. Number 10. That scared the shit out of me. Jump scares, one last scare, and other creepy shit. The cop's death. The getting run over by the car. That scared the shit out of me. Okay, yeah, that, that one. Yeah. Because they really don't set you up well for that one. Like, they, they set you up so well for it. They do not show their hand that that's going to happen. So it was, it was well done. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with You that. don't hear the car or anything. And I'm just like, oh, f- even this time watching it, I knew what was going to happen. And I was still, I still scream. But that, that's you. We, I mean, you would do that anyway. <laughs> it's because I can lose myself in the moment. Can I just say that was uh, right before that was also very funny where she's like, so if I'm uh, on drugs or a drink, uh, you have to arrest me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All of it. I'm on all of it. All of it. <laughs> I'm super high. I'm super and the drunk. Drunk. Space is just like, uh, uh, well, okay, I'll, I'll you're all the rest. under arrest. <laughs> she gets out, puts her hand here. Let me help you out. Puts her hands behind her back. He's like, no, oh, what? I, I kept, I don't know why every time I keep thinking she'll make the joke when she's like, this is my first time getting arrested as he's putting the handcuffs on her. I keep thinking she's going to make the joke of, but now my first time in handcuffs. <laughs> she's, she's, she's the character. She's that's exactly a joke that her character should make right. or would make, you know? And I feel like I, sounds like, like I will always remember that happening, even though I know it doesn't happen. I just Mandela have a effect. false memory of it. You just created Mandela effect for all of us and everyone who ever yep. listens to the show. You're welcome. We'll have to meet for meetings now. Um, I mean, a freaking baby mascot mask. Yes. Uh, Another good murder mask, though, that can that could carry on with. Obviously, there is a sequel that we'll get to someday. And there is a third one in production or whatnot. So uh, also. um, The the dude that was that popped up behind Carter in that one scene. What was it at the yeah. hospital? 
Oh yeah. That was uh that was creepy. Or that was, you know, jump scare, not creepy. Although he is creepy. Let's be honest. He's a creepy, creepy creep. Not Carter. The uh, the other dude. Tombs. Toomey? Tombs. Yeah. No, He's was creepy. it the boyfriend the doctor boyfriend? Yes, the doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah, him. Sorry. Yeah. Toomey was also quite scary to me. Oh my god. Why am I calling the giant? It's not it's not Craig Toomey. Alright, this isn't huh? the Langoliers. There's <laughs> Tombs. It's Jonathan oh, you're talking to them. Talking to you, you called him Toomey. Because you guys called him Toomey and I said Someone it's Toomey. Someone called him Toomey. I did. I didn't do it. Ah, okay, I thank it. you. <laughs> Because then I was going to be like, I've never even seen the Langoliers, so I don't even know what that means. What? We knew this already. We've talked about the Langoliers. I don't know anything. Number 11. Someone does stupid shit. Or, that was funny. Not a ton. I mean, like, Jessica Roth's character kind of makes pretty good decisions. For the most part, because she's sort of learning as she goes, which I did like. It's not egregiously stupid shit happening. No worse than any other slasher horror movie. No, like I said, she noped out on the second day uh, of going into that tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. There was the scene of her walking out naked. I like that scene. You win. (laughs) <laughs> you're just gonna win every argument now i mean the w- with a time loop movie because you get to replay gags over and over too and they're always going to be just that little bit different so like the roommate coming back to the room you know did you hit that fine like it's a great Vagina. gag because I hate it you. gets it gets it's dumber every single time yep and if you've gone to college, you've met that guy. So I don't even have to go to college. I, I love, love that kind of Bradley. stuff. I, I, I love that, you get to, that sort of thing. Who you get to learn more about in the sequel. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But it was funny that uh, after a while, she's the one opening the door to him and telling them, yes, yeah. I'm the fine vagina. Uh, I think. <laughs> the... Uh, yes. I, the, the sprinklers going off, the car alarm, the, the kid fainting. Just the fact the that over they're and over and the over. puddles on the wall song. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Her, her just going nuts about it, too. Oh, how do you know you're in a time loop? Because boom, 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 boom. Oh, I love that trope, though. I love when people, like, pull it out and they're just like, I can prove it because uh, doorbell chicken rice whatever they say you know like same thing happened in in groundhog's day and that's just that's so good no it's, um, a, it's a great trope it, it really is they subverted the trope that the killer is always a man i love i love it just a bunch of ladies i i felt sorry for the for the one girl on the porch when uh, she get when she took <laughs> the other one out and then she ran over to <laughs> splat <laughs> She jumped over the body to go back to the <laughs> I was like, that's great. She didn't have any lines. She just screamed at the end. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, oh, one of my, one of the, the tropes that pisses me off the most, uh, the fucking safety trope. I swear to God, every movie where somebody forgets to do the safety, I just get on the gun. I get so pissed off every time. Remember the safety's on. Yeah, but she gets one. it back by saying thanks. Click. <laughs> if she gets the gun from the bad guy and the safety's on, that means the safety was on for the bad guy as well. So That wasn't the bad guy. That was the cop's gun, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> which, which seemed to only have like four or five bullets in it before it disengaged oh, yeah. she didn't shoot him six times <laughs> uh, um, they subverted the whole like brainy brunette uh, ditzy blonde thing too as well which I love as a slightly blonde person sometimes question mark yeah the, the blonde people were actually pretty smart and most of the brunettes except for the main guy were and the and the main killer girl she was smart she was smart but not smart enough I mean she was like you can't account for someone having a time loop and all <laughs> yeah. the time to figure you know it what? out you're right you're right you're right I'm gonna give I'm gonna give her that credit like how could she how could she know that that was going to happen? I feel like she adapted pretty well to keep killing her differently. Yeah. Well. Oh, and something that I loved um the <laughs> the the light flicker teleportation thing. She she waits for the the rolling blackout thing for her to like get up and have the gun. I just like that was such a badass scene, and just showed like how much she had learned over the 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 repeating times, and how adept she was at killing the killer. But I love that. It's like anytime someone vanishes in a puff of smoke or something like that. Yeah, and she gone. was pretty damn quiet in the dark too. <laughs> Didn't hear a damn thing. <laughs> Probably that's the that's the time it worked that we saw. But that prob- that loop may have happened multiple times where she tripped over something or kicked a kicked a soda can and stubbed her toe and yelled, then gets killed. Has to go back through it. Number 12. Final girl. Fuck yeah. Used yep. in a positive way? Fuck yeah. Breaking convention? Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. One of the things that the screenwriter said was like, you know, he wanted to play with slasher conventions and how like slasher movies are always the mean girl dies in the beginning and the good girl lives to the end. And he was like, how can we make the mean girl in the beginning of the movie be there at the end? Like, so you have that growth. You have her go through that. I like. She that. becomes the good girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Um, 
I don't know. She's like one of my, she's going in my top, in my top, uh, <laughs> I love how I have all these lists. I actually have to write out someday, but she's going in my like top 10 final girls. I think she is just fantastic. And yeah, I mean, she even works to try to keep the, the new boyfriend alive. Yeah. Cause the one scene see, where the, the one time she he fucking, dies, she goes, sacrifices. no, he can't be dead. I need to reset it. Yeah, that's what I'm, I like is she has she has dimension to her and she has an arc and I really enjoy that. I did like on the and on the one hand like I love the self-sacrificing. I love that she goes back for him, but at the same time like it it does bother me just slightly that she went back just to save him and also that the killer was killing her just because of a guy. But like these are small things I can overlook cuz I really love the movie. So <laughs> but uh but yeah. I got to make that final girl list. Number 13. Hmm. Question. Should we do the Savini scale of gore or should we switch to the Hitchcockian scale of suspense or something cuz like there's not there's a there's lot of good lot killings. Of, yeah, yeah, there's, there's not, not a lot of blood. gore. Yeah. Some of it was CG. Um, I am, a lot of it was off screen. Still had the Imp- splatter on the windows. <laughs> or on the door, on the door window. And there's a lot of like implied, which I really, I really like that. Because it's almost like reading a book where it let me fill in some of the holes or my own imagination kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do we do a combination like a groundhogian uh, <laughs> day of repeating a groundhogian instead of Hitchcock. There's Dread trying to summon Cthulhu again. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we just judge whatever it is for what it is. Like, it doesn't have a lot, but what it is, is... Okay. I, mean, I thought the deaths the... were creative and stuff, so... I liked when she got killed with the bong. That was, uh... That was fun. <laughs> the, the stab. Her screams were good, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but just for the, for the police officer alone, the whole that that happening and uh, you know him being thrown and stuff i'm giving it a seven of whatever scale we use i mean because it's pg-13 you're you're limited in what you're going to show so that makes a difference but i would go with a seven i think it's really solid what they did and how and and the fact that they were able to make a visually interesting slasher movie BPG 13. They didn't have to resort to a lot of blood or on screen gore. Um, so yeah, seven, seven works for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, seven that works. It's a slasher that I actually really enjoy. You mean a splasher? <laughs> but yes, I'll give it seven splashes. 
seven splashes. Good old seven oh. splasher. <laughs> seven splasher. Or splasher seven. I forgot that the one funny thing that Danielle says uh, is that she, at the end, she says she knew Lori was, or or she said it somewhere in the movie, but she says that she knew Lori was the killer because she never wore makeup, never posted any cute selfies, and she literally owned a pair of Crocs. And that made me laugh. Yeah, that um, was in the interview at the end of the movie. That was at the end. Okay. That's true. That Those was, are all signs of a, a killer. And it's stupid. Nobody at this house eats cupcakes. <laughs> oh my god. I could not stand those fucking well, they also don't eat breakfast. Ah, uh, don't do chocolate milk. They don't do. Uh, I, like, my, is that chocolate I, milk? It's yeah, fucking yeah. chocolate milk. What the fuck? Yeah, my favorite part was her dumping the chocolate milk on oh, her head. And her standing there for it, not knowing that it was coming. It was like, really? <laughs> she like was aghast that that would happen. Oh, but I think my favorite quote in the movie is that realization moment when she goes, I died in my sleep. Yeah. That's like my favorite quote. Cause just like that feeling that you get, even like watching, I knew what the ending was, but like watching it again, like that line is delivered. So perfect. I never ate the cupcake before. <laughs> and it goes through the montages of her throwing it away <laughs> or throwing it yeah. on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of dick moves to begin with. Like, let me throw this away. She like, yeah. But she grew. And now we'll play What the Hell Was That? It's where we play a clip from our next movie provided by our clip curator, Dreadley. Play the clip, Dreadley. I don't even believe in UFOs, so I, I'm, I gotta stop you there with that God bug thing. Oh, really? Well, you know, that's very sensible because UFOs don't exist. But I assure you, there is a monster loose and it's bouncing through our language, frantically trying to keep its host alive. Can you guess that movie? Give it a try on Twitter or Blue Sky, and don't forget to tag the show. And if no one guesses it, we'll still post our gift clues. So be sure to follow us at Gore Podcast. First person to guess it correctly gets a shout-out on the next episode, and you can be like Squatch, who guessed the thing. His personal favorite movie. We hope you enjoyed taste. our episode. Yeah. It is a really good movie. He also listens to gore, so impeccable taste, I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have any emails, but if you'd like to email the show, you can do that at gorepodcast13 at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, so if you'd like to support us, go to patreon.com slash gore13. And we have a website created by the lovely Bumby. So check us out, gorepodcast.com. And if you'd like to support us in some non-monetary ways, feel free to leave a five-star review on your podcast app of choice. But until next episode, Travis, where can people find you? You can find me anywhere that there are social media platforms as TV's Travis or go to tvstravis.com. Faye, where can people find you? On Twitter at Chibi Phelan. And finally, Dreadley, tell people how they can travel to the bowels of hell to find you. 
I'll just head on over to the dreadzone.com and you'll find linkages to all my stuffs. Now, where can people find you? Oh, I could get in. You can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and Blue Sky at WickedKitten13. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope we made it a little harder to fall asleep tonight. Bye! Bye.